Our story today starts in Marseille, on the picture-perfect French Riviera. Eminent French microbiologist Didier Raoul, who made a name for himself as an innovator, breaking paradigms and suggesting new solutions, he had now proclaimed that he had found a cure for COVID-19. It was a cocktail of hydroxychloroquine, an anti-malarial drug, and azithromycin, a common antibiotic. His claim spread around the world like wildfire, with different versions of Raoul's test being authorised for trial or use in places such as France, Italy, China or India. Things were taken up a gear when US President Donald Trump touted hydroxychloroquine as a miracle cure, citing, quote, very strong, powerful signs of its potential. Very, very encouraging early results. And we're going to be able to make that drug available almost immediately. As is the case with many policy issues, it didn't take long for Brazil's President Jair Bolsonaro to follow Trump's lead. The far-right leader called hydroxychloroquine a possible cure against the coronavirus and fired not one but two health ministers for refusing to prescribe chloroquine in public hospitals even though the jury was still out on the drug. Pode ser que daqui a dois, três anos, se diga, né, que a cloroquina salva. Como é que fica a consciência de quem não aplicou a cloroquina agora, já que não tem outro remédio? But a recent study published by medical journal Lancet buries any hope chloroquine could lead to the end of the pandemic. While not finding any proof of the drug's efficacy in treating COVID-19, Researchers also linked the anti-malarial medicine to heart problems and higher mortality rates. But that hasn't changed Bolsonaro's views one bit. My name is Ewan Marshall, filling in for the Brazilian Report Editor-in-Chief Gustavo Ribeiro, and this is Explaining Brazil. The World Health Organization announced it is suspending all trials on chloroquine after the Lancet publication, but that hasn't dissuaded Brazil, which will continue its tests. Moreover, the Health Ministry, which has an interim minister but no definitive chief, has now changed its protocols, not only allowing doctors to prescribe chloroquine, but actively recommending them to do so. On May 23rd, Jair Bolsonaro said that, quote, there is no other medicine available. Meanwhile, Brazil is widely regarded as the world's new COVID-19 epicentre, already registering more daily deaths than any other country, despite its limited testing capacity. To discuss President Bolsonaro's insistence on this magical cure to Brazil's war against the coronavirus, we welcome back Rosana Richtman, an infectious disease expert at Sao Paulo's prestigious Emilio Ribas Institute, a reference facility in Brazil for COVID-19 patients. So, first of all, a study was published in the medical journal Lancet on Friday, which analysed 96,000 patients who had been taking chloroquine, and it showed that the drug was linked to an increased risk of death in coronavirus patients. What do you make of that study? No, it's, it's, it's one more step uh, toward the, the same way. Uh, in the beginning, I mean, four, four months ago, 
we didn't know nothing about treatment, about uh, the disease, about transmission, about uh, physio physiopathology. We were completely lost because it was a new, a new virus. And uh, at that time, we tried, and uh, I, I guess that every physician in the world uh, pres uh, prescribed one day <laughs> chloroquine or hydroxychloroquine because it was the, the, the hope drug. Um, we, we know that in vitro uh, it works. So uh, when we put the drug with the cell culture, uh, there is some effect. But in real life, after four months, we have better data, better uh, studies with better uh, methodology. So uh, we had several papers saying the same thing. That means that chloroquine or hydroxychloroquine, even though it, it doesn't work, it can uh, cause some harm to my patient. And that is the most important part of this story. Because uh, if I don't know if, if the, the, a drug works or not, and I am during a pandemic for a new virus and I'm lost and I am a physician and I want to help my patient and I, I, I trust that this drug can make some difference, of course I will prescribe. But now that I know that this drug doesn't work, and it can cause some complications, heart complications, arrhythmia. Uh, so I'm not going to prescribe anymore. That's my, my opinion. Also, in a Washington Post article on that particular study, they quoted one researcher who said that, you know, if there was any hope for chloroquine to be able to treat coronavirus, that this particular study would be the death of that hope. What do you make of that conclusion? Do you think this is a definitive result? We do need more research, and I will explain why. I think that in, in critical patients, in hospitalized patients, I'm not going to, to use anymore, and it's the death of the drug. I also think that as prophylaxis, as Donald Trump is using, or at least is, is saying that he's using as prophylaxis, that means that I give chloroquine or, or hydrochloroquine for all the population, for instance, in, in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, it's also, it doesn't work, I'm not going to do so. My question, and that's why I think we, we do need some research, is in a specific situation that is the early treatment for mild and uh, not severe cases. For instance, in the, in the beginning of the treatment, for someone that is that has just fever, um, headache, it's just the, the second or third day of, of disease. 8% of these patients will be very well independent of chloroquine. I need a very big and robust study under a, a scientific trial, not just a, a retrospective study as was this study from Lancet. It's very important because it was nine, six thousand people. It's a huge study, but it was a retrospective study. And also uh, the population with mild 
this was uh, much much uh, smaller. So I think that if we had, in order to 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 say it really doesn't work, it's the death of chloroquine. I need. I would like to see. I studied with a million a thousand patients using uh, chloroquine and 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 a trial randomized. Uh, placebo controlled, so a, a very good methodolo methodological uh, trial uh, in order to, to tell me if uh, definitely uh, chloroquine uh, works or, or doesn't work in mild uh, and, and the initial therapy uh, as a hope. In my practice, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, I have to, say, to tell you that I'm not using anymore chloroquine uh, nor uh, hydroxychloroquine, just if I am under a clinical trial. For my patients, I'm not using, right? For my patients, it's much more important to, to tell them if they are at home, to stay home, to, to hydrate himself, to take rest, it's very important, and uh, to check every day fever, temperature, if they have fever, uh, check if it's possible the, the oxygen saturation, the oximetry, uh, check if he's um, uh, with any, any uh, breathing problems, uh, uh, short breathing or something like that, uh, if he has difficult for for take shower, he has difficult for 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 instance to 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 go in a step uh, up or something like that. It's much more important uh, than to use the drug that we are not sure if it works. So in recent weeks, just days after firing Health Minister Nelson Teich, the Health Ministry issued an ordinance which would recommend the use of chloroquine, hydroxychloroquine and the antibiotic azithromycin for treating COVID-19 patients and that treating all cases from mild all the way up to severe. As you've said, there is probably no doctor in Brazil right now who hasn't prescribed chloroquine at least once. But what does this ordinance change in practical terms? It's a political document. It's not a scientific document because it's not based on science. It's not the, the, the reference, the bibliography references that we have in this document is, is like... Uh, TV, <laughs> it's a program from TV, it's, it's not science, that, that's the problem. So I, I really think that for some physician that want to prescribe chlorhexidine, it's important this document to give him some, uh, some base, some um, security that he can prescribe because we have a protocol, a national protocol saying that yes, you can prescribe. But for the physicians that are studying, that are involved in, in, in science and, and involved in doing the best management for his patient, is not going to prescribe, is not going to follow this protocol because he knows what's better for his patient. We'll be right back. 
Hi, my name is Gustavo Ribeiro. I'm the editor-in-chief of the Brazilian Report. As you know, we are an independent news outlet that lives off subscriptions. So you can support our independence by choosing one of our plans for the best content about Brazilian English. If you're already subscribed, then you can also buy us a coffee with a small donation starting at $4 and going all the way up to whatever your budget and your heart allows, you can help us refill our coffee mugs to continue our 24-7 coverage of COVID-19 in Brazil. Just go to buymeacoffee.com slash Brazilian Report. buymeacoffee.com slash Brazilian Report. Cheers! We're back with Dr. Rosanna Richtman, infectious disease expert at Sao Paulo's Emilio Ribas Institute, leading the way in Brazil's treatment of COVID-19 patients. So there's another question I would like to ask. The All of this kind of hype and attention surrounding chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine, do you think that might be taking away some of the attention that should be placed on searching for other potential drug solutions for the coronavirus? Like, or have we been wasting our time on chloroquine all this time without paying attention to other solutions that we could use? No, I, I really think we are losing our time, our energy discussing hydroxychloroquine. I don't know why. We, you are asking me all, all of, uh, in the last uh, five days, everyone that wants to talk with me wants to talk about chloroquine. Uh, and I, I really, I, I really think we are losing time, uh, not talking about what we know, what is important, what is going on very fast and very well, like vaccines, new vaccines, new technologies, new drugs. Why not? We we have the the result of Hendes here. It's not the 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 best drug <laughs> I I I would like to see, but yes, it works. In some in some way, it can uh, it can reduce the 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 span days in the ICU. That's very uh, interesting for Brazil. For instance, we, we, in Emilio Ribas, we are 100 percent of occupation rate in our ICU. And of course, if I have a drug that can reduce this time in ICU, of course, it's good for my institute. And also in the disease, it shows that perhaps if I have more people involved in this in this trial, I can prove also that the tendency for mortality will be uh, will be lower. So uh, I think we are losing time discussing something that I don't know why. Uh, it's it's of course it's it's it's. Uh, some some subject that uh, interests for the 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 media because it uh, everyone wants to know the opinion from one physician for other physician it's a political problem so uh, uh, me as a, a a physician as someone that wants to to as I I told you I want to to give the the best thing for my patient we are losing time discussing chlorhexidine. So we have to see the other possibilities. We have to discuss anticoagulant drug that is, works well, and we have to to 
to discuss about testing our population is much more important to discuss how I'm going to test the population, how I'm going to see where this virus is circulating uh, more than other regions in my city. And, and based on this kind of information, I have much more to offer to the population in order to contain the pandemic than chloroquine or, or hydroxychloroquine. So um, I'm, I'm really not, not um, satisfied with all this, this importance that the media uh, is giving for this discussion. Excellent. And so just to finish off, we've got in Brazil right now, we have cases in the 300,000s, almost 400,000. And the suggestion is that the real numbers of cases and deaths are potentially much higher because of a lack of testing. So basically what I want to know from you is what is the what is the outlook for Brazil over the coming weeks and months? Like how bad will it actually get? Yeah. Uh, the, the the real number we guess is uh, is almost ten times higher than the official number. So if we have today around uh, one thousand deaths per day in our country, uh, death is easier to to account because death is death. Uh, but the new cases uh, I think is much higher at least 10 times higher than the official numbers. And um, why that? Because we, do, we don't test our population. So I think in the, in the last week, we are seeing, uh, the media is not talking about this, but we are seeing lots of, of people buying new tests, new technology, easier tests to perform in shorter time, Everything is very interesting for us when we discuss this pandemic. So I think in the next uh, few weeks, of course, in one side, it will be worse than today because um, people need to, to come back to work, needs to come back to economy. So it's hard to maintain all the population like in Sao Paulo, that is a huge uh, city at home, so people are going to, to come back to, to, to the street and to work, and perhaps we are going to have a, a worse scenario than today. I am uh, uh, worried, really worried, worried with what's going on, not just in the, in the urban uh, cities, in the, in the biggest city in my country, but also what is going to 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 occur in the interior in the in the landscape from our our country because the infrastructure is is much uh, poorer than than here in sao paulo for instance so the scenario is we have less people okay the population is smaller but the infrastructure, the, the, the beds of ICU is much lower than in, for instance, Sao Paulo, in Rio, and the, in the biggest cities. So we are very worried about that. And in this small population, uh, town and cities, it's crucial to have the testing. Because if you test this population and you know exactly where is this virus circulating, is much easier for us to contain the, the transmission. So, 
uh, I think people have to invest not just in in in, in discussion about uh, new hospital, new uh, ICU beds. Of course, it's very important, but we have also to discuss how to contain, how to to not to progress this pandemic in all small towns and the small cities that we have in our country. And this is based on social distance, use of masks and testing. Testing is really important. You have to, to, to um, put money on that uh, subject. Rosanna, that was fantastic. Thank you very much for speaking to us today. If you like Explaining Brazil, please rate us with five stars and share this podcast with your friends. But that's not the best way to support us. Actually, you can go to our website and for as little as $3.90, you can subscribe to the best content about Brazil in English. Just go to brazilian.report slash subscribe. We are bringing new content every day about how the pandemic is affecting every single aspect of life in Brazil and Latin America, and we also have a paywall-free COVID-19 live blog. Now that's it for this week. Stay home, stay safe, and Explaining Brazil will be back next week. Music